Hello, welcome back. Today's episode is focused on British slang. I've chosen a few of the most popular, harder to pronounce and understand because I know most of you listening here are quite advanced already in your English language journey, so I won't pretend you already don't know the basic slangs in in British English. I've got a few news headlines so that you can put the slang into context, and without further ado, let's get straight into it. Let's start with the first headline from the Daily Star. It says Luke Shaw dumbfounded after two yellows within 60 seconds, but Man United fans are chuffed. Let's talk about dumbfounded, shall we? Because although it's not a slang, it is a very unusual word in English. So dumbfounded is amazed um, in a sense that you're so shocked that you can hardly speak. And in British English, you can also hear that as dumbstruck. Now, pay attention that although the spelling of the word dumbfounded is D-U-M-B, you do not pronounce the B in the same way that you wouldn't pronounce in the word dumb. So you just pronounce D-U-M, dumb. And in this case, dumbfounded. Also pay attention to the intonation. It's not dumbfounded, it's dumbfounded, dumbfounded. The, sec- the stress is on the second part of the word, founded, not on the dumb side. So now that we've covered dumbfounded, let's move on to the slang in that headline, which is chuffed. So to be chuffed means to be very pleased or happy about something. And you often hear people say chuffed to bits or dead chuffed. You could hear someone say, oh, I'm dead chuffed that you turned up for my birthday. Oh, I'm chuffed to bits about getting that job. If you want to sound more like a native, instead of saying chuffed to bits, just merge the last two sounds from chuffed with the first sound from two. So you say chuffed to bits, almost like you're just saying chuff and then say two. Chuffed to bits. That's called blending in English. When you blend the sound from the last, the last sound from the first word and the first sound from the second word. So chuffed. Also pay attention to the pronunciation of chuffed. Although it starts with a CH, it's not pronounced with a SH sound. It's pronounced with a CH sound, like a choo-choo train. (laughs) So it's not shuffed, it's chuffed. Chuffed chuffed. Anyway, I'm chuffed today. (laughs) Quite happy. Um, Next headline is from the Daily Star again. And this headline says, bloke pulls Monopoly get out of jail free card out after being pulled over by the police. Now this headline is funny in itself, but I'll get to the funny part in a second. We're going to start with the word bloke, which is the slang here for uh, a man or a guy. So in British English, a bloke is just a man or a guy. And the spelling of it might make you think that it would be spelled, it would be pronounced like the word block because bloke is spelled B-L-O-K-E. And it does remind you of block, but the O sound in Bloke is a long O vowel sound. It's not the short short O, it's an O sound. So bloke, a man or a guy. 
Now, can I just mention a couple of things from this headline? Apart from the fact that I don't know whether to laugh at this guy's sense of humour, because let's read it back again. It says, bloke, so a guy pulls a Monopoly get-out-of-jail-free get card um, after being pulled over by the police. But if you don't know, Monopoly is a popular board game about buying properties and the get out of jail free card is a card that you can get when you're playing the game that allows you to literally get out of jail for free if you end up getting sent to jail by one of the other players in the game. So this bloke basically was making fun of the fact that he was being pulled over or stopped by the police and um, he pulled out or took the get out of jail free card to pull a fast one or trick the police. Um, how many phrasal verbs did you spot there with the word pull? So there was pull over, which means to stop, pulled out, take out and pull a fast one to trick someone. Let me know if you can think of any others. And I think in the end, it looks like from reading that news article that the police actually appreciated his sense of humour, although I don't think he managed to use the card in the way that he wanted to. So anyway, that was Bloke. Now for the next headline, this is from The Guardian. And the headline is about the former Prime Minister of New Zealand, who's recently resigned. And it says, women suffer guilt, abuse and disapproval. No wonder Jacinda Arden is knackered. So knackered is a very British slang to say that you are exhausted or really, really tired. Um, and it's spelled K-N-A-C-K-E-R-E-D. Too many letters when you don't need to pronounce all of these letters. So all you need to pronounce this word is N-A-K-E-R-D. Knackered. Not knackered, because the K is silent. Knackered. If you're trying to emphasize this word, don't elongate the A sound as in knackered. That is something that's quite common on non-native speakers is that you take patterns from your native language that would help you emphasize words, but then it doesn't quite work the same in English. So in this sense, if you want to emphasize that you are very, very tired, I would suggest putting a dramatic pause before you say knackered. So instead of saying I am knackered, say I am knackered. So put a dramatic pause before you say the word knackered. You know, maybe use some facial expressions and that will help emphasize rather than elongating that vowel sound. Right, so aside from the interesting vocabulary in this headline, I found this new story quite interesting. Well, I said interesting twice, didn't I? Quite fascinating <laughs> to read because it talks about the pressures that working women face in society. And I am a working woman, um, a working mum, and I felt very much in my core what they were trying to explain in that article. Um, but it's interesting to understand about the pressures that 
working women face in society and how sad that although not surprising Jacinda Arden felt like she had nothing left to give and needed to resign because she was just burnt out so definitely worth a read um, lots of good vocabulary to learn in that news story so I will see if I can link that in the show notes below Right, so on to the next news headline we have from the Financial Times. And this one says, Superfans accuse Disney of taking the Mickey. No, they're not talking about Mickey Mouse here. They're talking about Disney's fans feeling disappointed with Disney. So that's what taking the Mickey means. It's a slang that means to make fun of or mocking and... Yeah, so this is often said as taking the mick as well, you could hear, or you could hear also take the Michael, (laughs) although that's a bit less frequent, I find. But take the mick or taking the mickey is quite common to hear. And um, it's spelled take the mickey as in Mickey Mouse, M-I-C-K-E-Y. So in the case of this headline here, what they mean is that they're accusing Disney of taking the mickey um, out of their fans. So they're saying that they can't believe that Disney would do that to their super fans. Um, It's kind of a way of mocking them by overcharging them for stuff. Right, next one we have um, from The Times again, and this one says... Flexi time used by staff to skive off, says Reese Mogg. Um, let's read that one again because I think you will need to hear it a couple of times to kind of understand what it actually says. There's there's a lot of jargon in that one there. Flexi time used by staff to skive off, says Reese Mogg. So Reese Mogg is an MP here in the UK, and uh, he is basically talking about that civil servants, so the staff in the civil service, are using flexi time, which is a policy where you get flexible working hours, to skive off. And that is the slang that I wanted to talk about. So to skive means to avoid work or responsibility and usually is followed by off. So to skive off work or skive off school, skive off something. And the pronunciation has the long vowel um the long i sound it's not an i it's not skiv it's skive and it's spelt s k i v e skive also pay attention that the s is a consonant sound and by that i mean that there is no vowel sound at the start so it's not e skive it's skive and again that's something that you may have inherited from your native language to add a slight vowel sound at the start of the s sound so again not skive not skiv skive skive okay so that is it for this episode today you learned about skiving so avoiding responsibility or work You've learned about taking the mickey, which is making fun or mock, mocking people. You've also learned about knackered, feeling exhausted. And you learned about bloke, 
just a man or a boy or a guy. And finally, you learned about chuffed, which means to be very pleased or happy. One tip that I always give to anyone learning English as a second language, especially if you're in that advanced category, is to always put something that you've learned into context as soon as possible. So my little challenge for you today is to use one or a few of these slangs that you learned today in context somewhere. Go and text a friend, you know, go and write an email to someone and use that. And that is the best way for you to solidify what you've learned. I hope you've enjoyed it and found it useful. And if you did, share it with a friend. And remember, putting your pronunciation to practice is just as important as retaining the vocabulary in your mind. Because when you're looking to speak and you feel stuck as if you don't know what to say, that's usually because you have all of that knowledge in your brain, but you just don't know how to get it out of your brain and into words. So put it, your pronunciation to practice, rehearse a few phrases that you could say using these words, and then use it in conversation with your family, your friends, your work colleagues. And uh, slowly it will start to naturally fit into your day-to-day -day vocabulary. And don't feel embarrassed, record voice notes on your phone or send voice messages to friends instead of texting or typing and really do put that pronunciation to practice. If you would be so kind, I would appreciate um, if you rated or reviewed this podcast. Um, it really helps more people find the podcast and get use out of these tips and it also lets me know that you're enjoying the content so please rate and review if you have a few minutes to spare and thank you so much for listening again and I will see you in the next one bye bye